Hello and welcome to Learning More with the Core, your Community Health Corps podcast. My name is Keely Hancock and I'm a social work intern with Community Health Corps, East Texas's local mental health and IDD authority. Today I have the pleasure of speaking with our FEP program manager, Renee Scher. Ms. Scher is a Massachusetts native who attained her master's in family therapy and her PhD in clinical sexology. She's been with Community Health Corps since 2019 when she began her journey as an integrative health therapist and then an intensive services supervisor to her current role as FEP program manager. So please enjoy Miss Renee. Hi, Miss Renee. Hey. <laughs> How is it going? It's wonderful. Good. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Just tell us what FEP stands for first off. FEP is first episode of psychosis. Okay. Okay, and who who are you typically seeing within the program? So we see people between the ages of 15 and 30 years old mm -hmm. who have been newly diagnosed with some form of psychosis. Okay. So and sometimes people confuse that with meaning schizophrenia, uh -huh. but it is a, a wide range of diagnoses yeah. that are related to hearing and seeing things other people don't. Okay. or having delusions or mm -hmm. just these beliefs that are very real to them yeah and they they run with that and so um they've been newly diagnosed within the last 24 months two years with some form of diagnosis involving psychosis okay okay and it sounds like psychosis you described as you know seeing or hearing things that aren't existing for those who are unaware because um, I know I had a pre-existing idea of what psychosis meant before I started my internship. So like walk us through when they start the services, like what is your, what is the goal? Like what are we trying to do with these clients? Yeah, so our goal, our program is only 36 months. So we have three years or up to three years with our clients. Okay. Um, it is a voluntary program, yes. so I let them know that ahead of time. Like, even though it's three years, it does not mean you have to stay here for three years. Yeah. It is your choice. Uh, I want to make that very clear because it is a collaboration. Yes. So our clients are working with us. We're working with our clients. We're also working with the families and the community to, to help them achieve their goals. Okay. The ultimate goal for them to actually be in this program is to get back into school or stay in school if they're still like in high school or working on college yeah, that. yeah. Um, or finding a job keeping a job yeah. or even finding a better job yeah uh, so we really are working towards independence and helping them to be self-sufficient and thrive within their community okay and you said you work with organizations within the community, what typically are y'all using as resources? Um, vocational rehab is one. We're working with Texas Workforce Solutions. Okay. We do work with the high schools. Mm -hmm. We have a couple high school students, so working with guidance counselors and things. Yeah, and it sounds like it's really person-centered. So Definitely. you're just kind of a guide along the way. In your experience, are people more 
because you came from intensive services, so comparing now to FEP, do you think people are more engaged in FEP than they would be intensive services, or? I think because they've been newly diagnosed, yeah. uh, it does make a difference. And okay. I think that the purpose of such a, a driven program and getting them while they're Fresh. Yes, fresh. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was like fresh. Green, yeah. <laughs> right, green I guess is a good word. As, as they're trying to learn their way through Community Health Corps yeah. or other mental health community resources and also adjust to life with yeah. the new normal. Yeah. And it doesn't mean if someone has psychosis, they're going to live with psychosis for the rest of their life. So it doesn't necessarily mean that's their new normal, yeah. but it may pop up later on. Okay. And so how do we prepare for that if they're no longer experiencing voices, if they're no longer seeing things or yeah. have these beliefs, maybe it's radio waves or going through their body or something. Yeah. Maybe that's gone. But if it happened to them six months ago, who's to say it's not gonna come back a year later? Yeah. Or if they're taking a stressful exam or they break up with a boyfriend or a girlfriend, yeah. and it may come back. So as we prepare them and help them cope, mm -hmm. find ways to, to work with it. And identify know. like triggers mm -hmm. and things like that. Yep, and then also working with families too. Yeah. Because families have an expectation for their children naturally. They expect yeah. them to live a certain way, do a certain thing, or yeah. have a certain profession. And mm -hmm. sometimes, depending on the symptoms, that's that's not absolutely possible, mm -hmm. or at least in the moment. And working with where the parents are at, too, where the family's at. Yeah. Like, we don't hear a lot about families um, of those going through psychosis. Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's a lot of resources for them other than FEP, it sounds like. Yeah, uh, I do refer them to NAMI as well. What is um, NAMI? The National Association of Mental Illness. Okay. I believe that is what it okay. stands for. <laughs> um, but they do have uh, family groups. Okay. So family members who are living with other relatives you yeah. are going through mental illness. Huh. And that's in East Texas? Uh, they have a Longview chapter. Really? Yeah. And so they they do online groups. I'm not sure if they're in, in person. person. right now. Yeah. Darn COVID. I swear. Every episode we talk about how COVID has just really crapped on some of our programs. Yes. <laughs> but it's also allowed us to do some great things, too. That's true. And so some of our clients isolate. And yeah. so with COVID, we're able to provide phone services and yeah. actually just have conversation with them. Um, even the if they, of their own home. Yeah, yeah, even if they didn't want to see us. They don't want to really, like, talk to anybody face-to-face -to -face today. It's not a good day. Yeah. Well, we can call them, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and most That's times. That's a very so, positive way of yeah. looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I definitely think that there's a lot of pros and cons to things, but I... I tend to look towards the pros. <laughs> I appreciate that because sometimes yeah. I can get a little swarmed up just going from program to program of seeing all the negatives and all the barriers. And it's, it's, it becomes overwhelming. Yes. <laughs> yep. So y'all recently got to go on a few trips. Yes. 
will you tell the viewers where y'all went and how that was made possible and kind of the process? Yes, so um, first episode of Psychosis Program mm -hmm. received a COVID grant. Mm -hmm. uh, so we were reaching the end of our fiscal year and we were told that this grant money was not going to be extended. We did, however, need to spend this money before August 31st. Uh, so we thought, what better way to spend this money than to provide new experiences for our clients? Yeah. And not only new experiences, but to shake up their day, mm -hmm. get them out of the routine of whether it's staying at home or at work or whatever mm -hmm. just something to look forward to and to spend time with other people mm -hmm. who may or may not have similar experiences yeah and so it was wonderful we uh did a yoga class first oh. with longview yoga wellness and longview and uh, I'm jealous of that one <laughs> yeah it was it was great and some of our clients afterwards, mm -hmm. I was like, how was that for you? The next week when I was picking them up to bring them to the next event, yeah. like I really used that yoga breathing. Okay. It was so helpful. I didn't get angry like I used to. Right and I was on. like, dang, that's great, yeah. Okay. The following week we did painting with a twist mm -hmm. and we got to paint this beautiful neon sunset at the beach. Cute. And they did a, uh, a trivia game self-care and relaxation okay yeah so really building on those coping skills. skills for sure uh -huh. <laughs> the following week we went to Fort Worth Zoo oh, and yeah. so we got a charter bus and hopped on and mm -hmm. with the help of interns, interns not me not me but <laughs> many others they had yeah. a lot of fun yep <laughs> we went on to the zoo and um, I will admit I was anxious mm -hmm. with such a big trip yeah and just not really sure what was going to happen yeah. if people were going to separate and disappear mm. or maybe symptoms would come up that yeah. just not being very prepared yeah i was really amazed and impressed with everyone's behaviors and so we had some clients who of course were symptomatic mm -hmm. And they were having conversations with the animals and mm -hmm. they believed the animals were, were talking back with yeah. them and but that was about it. I mean, hey, yep. that don't hurt nobody. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so it was it was just great to, to see the connection. Yeah. Whether it was with the animals or each other. Yeah, yeah. I was I couldn't praise them enough on the bus oh. and just reminding them as well. If you want to see more trips, mm -hmm. we got to keep this going. <laughs> yeah. And it's, psychosis can be so isolating. So it's so good to hear of your program creating ways of people coming together. Because mm -hmm. that just the word psychosis, it's a trigger for some people. There's such a big stigma with it. Yes. And I'm so glad you described what it is. Because, again, a lot of people listening don't know, you know. Right. And it doesn't mean, I think the movies and the media have really blown it out of proportion, mm -hmm. would you say? Yeah, and um, especially with like a lot of shootings and things, mm -hmm. I hear a lot of people jumping to conclusions and uh -huh. I think they had a psychotic break or do you think this person was in psychosis mm. at the time? And 
they just jump to psychosis. They just meaning, gotta find someone to blame. Yeah, danger and Ugh. tragedy. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So within all of that, <laughs> would you say there are a few barriers in place that kind of get in the way of services you'd like to provide? Well, of course, financially, there's yeah. always that barrier. I was about to say, you know that grant was yeah. a pain. <laughs> yes. Um, there's also the, our catchment area is a huge barrier to providing services too, because we service people all the way up in Texarkana. Oh, so it's an yeah. hour and a half drive. I forgot about that. Yep. So for our events, even for the events in Longview, mm-hmm. I drove in three hours round trip to just bring clients to go to yoga or to do painting yeah. and drove three hours round trip. So transportation. Yes. And, yeah. Yep. And, um, but it was definitely worth it. And even on those longer days where we did the zoo six flags mm-hmm. and the Dallas world aquarium, mm-hmm. I back went and forth. Yeah. Back and forth. Oh my gosh. You know, you could have gotten some interns to do that. Right. <laughs> I tried. Oh no, they weren't down. Oh, <laughs> come on, interns. It was worth it. Yeah. Just the travel and ultimately it was worth it. It was. And the the clients I picked up and drove, I mean, they connected. Yeah. They shared stories together. They were fist bumping <laughs> as they they were getting in the car and leaving the yeah. car to go back to their respective places. Yeah. And, um, they were even able to share traumatic experiences together where they have lost a a, a mutual friend. Wow. Uh, in in Texarkana, oh. and so to kind of share that was that experience mm-hmm, was powerful. It's powerful, dude. Mm-hmm. What are the strengths or things that are most rewarding in your job? Oh, everything about <laughs> this job is rewarding. Yeah. I, this is, well, working for Community Health Corps in general, Yeah. I wake up Monday morning thinking, yes, I get to go to work mm-hmm. today. Whereas before I would come Sunday, I'd be anxious mm-hmm. and panicking and worried. But this job in FEP, I'm like, wow, I do this for work. Yeah. And it's like, you reach this level of, man, this is what I'm meant to do right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm probably going to get emotional. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, it is, yeah, it's so exciting to yeah. be able to have such an impact on clients and families and to just kind of walk with them in this very new process and this very new way of living for Mm -hmm. them and trying to figure out the frustrations of medications Mm. because there's a stigma with medications Mm -hmm. whether it's taking medications or the frustration of well he's taking medications why isn't this working Mm -hmm. why hasn't it stopped so there's a lot of psychoeducation that goes with that too Um, and trial and error and patience and And that's a virtue ain't it Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there's there's a lot to it but um, just seeing people like we're getting clients back in high school who've dropped out and people who are working that have never worked before Mm -hmm. and just letting them know they can do this. Mm-hmm. And just because they've been given this label, 
yeah. does not define them. And that is, that's crucial for them, yeah. uh, for me in this profession, saying that out loud to them. Like, just exactly. because you've been given schizophrenia or major depressive disorder or with psychotic all of features. Who you are. Right. Mm -hmm. So there are other people who live with these diagnoses mm -hmm. and who thrive, mm -hmm. who've learned through trial and error and challenges that they still can be successful. Hmm. That's some powerful stuff right there. Mm -hmm. I agree. That's the whole point of this podcast too, is what I'm trying to get across is just to destigmatize mental illness, you know, mm -hmm. and expose all these different programs and, and show other programs what programs are offered because honestly there's 500 employees in community health court and y'all don't know what all y'all provide and that's wild to me so yes. <laughs> that is very accurate <laughs> but what is something that's changed like what's what stigmas have changed for you or what when you were green you know you get what i'm saying yeah um i remember being interviewed for community health court mm -hmm. and of course i've got a, a room full of people yes. telling me about programs that um, I may fit for and yeah. it was pretty overwhelming uh -huh. and I was in private practice and just not really working with very many like severely mentally ill yeah for lack of a better yeah. term um, and so I was a bit hesitant I'm like well mm -hmm. let me just kind of start with integrated health because of course nutrition and exercise and yeah self-care is really important to me yeah. let me focus on that and kind of spread that positivity mm -hmm. in that direction and as I was working with others recognizing I had more skills than I thought I had <laughs> you built that uh, confidence right up. right and so um, eventually it was a supervisor position was open mm -hmm. and through the support of community health core leadership mm -hmm. it was kind of like that encouragement and support like yeah. you can do this we, yeah. we believe in you like you'll be great like yeah. just, just do it <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> yeah and uh that it was a wonderful experience mm -hmm. and I, I had such a great time in intensive service team it was fun and I, I really enjoyed driving out to see clients yes. and spend time and to really mm -hmm understand them and get to know their their world mm -hmm. and their perspective and i enjoy that yeah. i really do and they're very creative and yes. funny and talented and yes there's so much good stuff there mm -hmm. that i i just enjoyed spending time with them yeah and then there was an opening for first episode of psychosis mm -hmm. i really i thought it was great and i felt like i could have a bigger impact yeah um, because with intensive services, it was more of an older population mm. or people who've been in and out of the system. A yeah, lot. yeah, yeah, and have their own expectations yes. of how things should be and how they should be living their life and yes. how they want to live their Not life. Not as open minded mm -hmm. to change and things like that. Yeah, so, yeah, so working with younger people, working with their families. Mm -hmm within the first 24 months of yeah occurring. hoping that they may never need intensive services yeah. after this and I, I think that is the bigger goal for me yeah 
working on those coping skills so that in the future bad things are going to happen for sure stressful things are going to happen <laughs> every day the unexpected <laughs> is going to happen yeah. it doesn't mean that there's going to be a breakdown yeah that there's going to be another episode mm -hmm. of psychosis happening but how can we manage things even when they're unexpected yeah how can we just keep going and just do the right thing Ms. Renee, you have so much patience and so much passion, and I love to see that. And it's so glad, I'm so glad to see that you're not burnt mm -hmm. out and you're still pushing and, and guiding. Yeah. And I just want to thank you for coming on, taking the time, and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Yes, thank you. You too. <laughs>